Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to 90s Mixtapes. We have a very, 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 I think that's like 11 varies, so that's how you know it's special. Episode right now, we are currently in our studio filming this, but what we need everyone to do, this is the fifth week in a month, right? They only, they don't happen as much as, uh, you know, you want them to. The fifth Friday. Fifth Friday right? Extra Friday that you're getting. Mm -hmm. And on that extra Friday, what better way to do it than to just dive into something that we don't really talk about all the time. The 70s? No, the 90s. So what we're going to be doing today is we're actually going to be talking about video games. We're going to be talking about video games that we played, video games that we liked, video games that maybe I know a lot about and you don't. We're going to be talking about the multiple different categories of video games. And then I'm going to send you into the blockbuster video to rent me a goddamn video game from 1993. We'll figure out what you bring me. <laughs> oh no. We'll talk about the, the pitfalls of trying to rent a console game back in the day. And we'll just kind of run through some of these games and talk about what we know. I'm going to play I'm also going to play a game with you where you have no idea I was going to do this, by the way, where I'm going to ask you what the video game was actually about. Oh dear. And are you ready? I thought I thought I was. I know. No. <laughs> my name is Pat, and I'm joined by my lovely co-host Jen. Hello. And we are the characters that bring you the '90s mixtapes podcast. As we said, we normally cover movies, music, TV, and potpourri, but now we're doing whatever the fuck we want. We're off script. That's an f bomb. I can do that. I'm an adult. We have an explicit rating. We For do. A reason. Video games in the 90s. Break it down into three categories is how I break it down. I break it down into the arcade. So for the most part, when you were younger, like I was, uh, when the 90s first started, these were games that like you might not get a lot of time to play them because your parents didn't just let you go loose in the arcade. So you kind of had to wait a little bit um, in order to use the machine. And your parents might be like, oh, I'm going to come back and get you. You know, or you might be at like a Spaceplex, shout out Spaceplex, RIP, dope, indoor little uh, treasure spot on uh, Long Island, shout out. Spaceplex. You know, if you're at a birthday party, you might get a uh, satchel of $5 worth of coins that you got to put into these <laughs> games. So we have arcade games. We have PC games, which at least for me in the 90s, up until probably like 97, 98, um, I didn't know what they were because we didn't have a computer at home. So I didn't get to play those games. I'd have to play them in different, you know, at, at different times. So I've played a majority of these really cool PC games that came out, just not when they first came out. That's okay. Yeah. And the, finally, the, um, the console games. So console games, at least where I grew up, I don't know where you grew up because I've actually been to the house and I've been in the basement and I've seen the bullshit that you have. You seem to have all the consoles. We were, everybody had a Nintendo that I know. Everybody had a Nintendo, right? My yeah. cousins had it. I had it. Everybody had it. But it was always like one or the other. What did your parents get you? Or what did you really want? That Super Nintendo or the Sega Genesis? I was a Genesis kid. So I never had a Super Nintendo. Yes. Yeah, so when I would go to my friends' houses, they may have a Super Nintendo. Some of them were a little richer and had both. But, um... I always had a Genesis. So every all my gaming growing up, Genesis. What about you, Jen? I had a Genesis, yeah. And I had an old school Nintendo. And the 64 didn't come out until like... Right now we're talking Genesis, SNES. We're just talking about 1993. Just those two. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had a, I had a Nintendo, an old mm -hmm. school NES. And then I had a Sega. And most of my friends had the Super Nintendo. So I did play it a lot, but I didn't have it. The big thing about gaming back in the day that needs to be remembered is if a game was out in the arcade, the only way you're going to get there is if you go to the arcade, right? So if you go to the arcade and the game is out of order, which would happen every now and again. Or, yeah, like like a quarter got stuck or uh -huh. something. Oh. So you couldn't put in your money. You can't play the game, right? <laughs> or we just eat your quarter and you're like, no. You only have an hour. You only have five bucks. That's the only way that you can play the game, right? Flip side, if it's on a PC... And you just don't have the game or don't have access to the game or don't have a PC. You don't even know what the fuck it is. Right. And for the most part, there really, ah, there might have been. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to speak out of turn. There could have been online gaming at that point, but I, I just don't think so in 93. 
So everything really boiled down to that couch co-op or single player experience sitting in front of the television at your house. Yeah. Now, did you have access in 93 to your own TV to play video games? Yes. There was a TV in like um, what is now kind of the office in my house growing up. And that TV was the video game TV. Yeah, so see, for me, I got, like, somebody's old third-level hand-me-down TV. I think it was... The, at one point, I had the black and white in the bedroom, and then I think at one point, it became, like, another backup color TV. So I had, like, let's say, a TV from the 80s, like, in my my room to play video games. Otherwise, I had to hook up to the big TV. We had, like, a big... Remember those cabinets that had, like, speakers in the side of them? And then the, yeah. the tube TV? Yeah. And then the whole top is, like, wood, so it weighs, like, 275 pounds. Yeah. Because everything just weighs a million pounds. Shout out to those TVs, by the way, because they came fully equipped for you to literally put all your bullshit on top, right? So you could put, um, like, photos, yeah, <laughs> the cable box, the VCR. Everything went right on top of that TV, right? And so I used that TV downstairs in my old house, and I would use that. Of course, big thing that doesn't really exist as much now, anyway, is... You had to fucking share the TV, which is a pain in the ass. Oh, you you only have a weekend. Share your video game TV. Yeah. If you only you have a weekend. You don't have to when you're an only child and your parents don't want to play video games. And in 93, you had a TV that you had access to. Like, uh, I had to share it with people. But this TV, I will say that I, we had two TVs in the house. Okay. The I'm, TV at this point, two. The TV in the office and the TV in the living room. And the TV in the office was an old TV. It wasn't black and white, but it did have like the, um, it didn't have a remote. It just had like the dial, the dial. And it went up to like channel 13. That was it. So it was not a fancy TV. Did you have a computer in 93? Um, I can't confidently say one way or the other. I know we got a computer sometime around 1993. I don't, I mean, I don't know if there was one yet. Okay. I think fair. so. I think maybe. But I don't know. I don't know. Because I don't think we got a computer. Like I said, I don't think we got a computer like 96, 97. But I don't even think I had like access to a computer until probably 94, 95 that actually played play computer. I One of these games. It might have been 94, 95. I really, I, I can't tell you. Um, I played the shit out of it uh, at my grandma's house. My uncle had a computer. So I played actually two of these games. Played a lot of them. But again, that that's the difference. There's three types of gamers. You're going to go to the arcade. You're going to stay at home and play that PC, which is just like, at this point, PC, personal computer. Like, you're doing all that. You're building, probably building the computer. You're the, you're, in, you're into computers in order to really be into some of these games. Because uh, the commonplace, we don't all have that beautiful gateway computer in our house, right? We just don't. Yeah um that that cow box remember that cow box like that those commercials for gateway so dope but that's not there and then finally we have uh you know the actual genesis or super nintendo whatever you had so i had a nintendo big thing about it biggest issue about it biggest problem about it accessibility so i have a nintendo i have a genesis i think i get a genesis this 93 so i think 93 for christmas Right. So I, or maybe even 92. So I, let, let's just say 92. I have a Genesis and I have a Nintendo. Problem is, I don't have any fucking games. The only games I had, I had a Nintendo box, which I think you still have the box that holds like 10 games. And I had like maybe eight games. I had not that. Yeah, no, I, box, I, like I the case that, that like yeah. the carry, yeah. Kind of like a, like a CD holder that everyone had, but for yep. Nintendo games. So I got Mario. The first one, I got Mario 3. I got Link, the golden cartridge. Zelda, the golden cartridge. Mm -hmm. I got Fester's Quest. Oh. I got the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles game. Mm -hmm. Like the hardest game of all time. There's like this, ridiculous. I have Blades of Steel. Yes. Maybe I have like Skate or Die. Contra. That's what I have. That's my options. This It's not what we have now where you go, shit, I want to try something on a trial. I want to do something. I want whatever. Like, that's what I have. When I got a Genesis, I'll never forget. It came with Sonic, which was dope as fuck because you got a game. And they got me Joe Montana Sports Talk Football. And that is it. That is what I got for one whole year because my birthday's in October. And I got this thing for Christmas for one whole year. Those are the games that I had. 
Did you like um, get an allowance where you could like save your money up and buy new games? Funny you should ask. Because I think this is a whole other conversation we it, have on Pokemon. It is. This is just a little sidebar. I did get an allowance. How much was your allowance? I don't I don't really know if I got an allowance. I think it was more like, can I get some money? And then like, yeah. Oh, like, can I do something around the house to earn some money? Sure, do this thing. You know, it was more like that. We had unofficial setup chores that we had to do. Right? So let's say it was like, on a Saturday, we would always clean the house. And it would be like a team of very lazy people cleaning the house. So my mom <laughs> would listen to music. And then each one of me and my brother and sister, we all had different things. So like, I feel like I had to do the, the windows. So I like, I walked around and windexed the windows and like my sister, let's say, I don't know. Like, I don't want to say scrub the walls, but like something <laughs> like vacuumed, like something like that. Like it was just like, so one of us did one thing. One so of us did one thing. There, like, like yeah, wiping not, down the wall. Yeah. Like, well, I, because I'm thinking like of our house and I'm like, oh, we got to wipe down the baseboard. We got to do like dusting. There you go. She would like dust or I would dust. Like some, one of us would dust. One of us would do Windex. One of us would do something else. Then like in the fall, one of us had to do, or we had to go rake the leaves. We did get an allowance. I would say the allowance was not exactly... You had to quote unquote earn the allowance, but mm-hmm. I think for the most part, a lot of us went on strike. So what we would end up doing is to forego the allowance, we'd rather get like a couple things at like the food store or book or like an action figure because the allowance was half our age. <laughs> that was the allowance. So when you're 11 and they're like, we'll give you $5.50, you're like, or I could just get a video game. Like. I'll just get the video game for the weekend, right? And then you get the Blockbuster video game. And that's that's how it went. So, like, if I did my chores, I would get a video game. Then as I got a little bit older, it would be, like, if you did, like, housework or something. Like, if I mowed the lawn, like, when I was an adult, or not adult, but, like, 16, <laughs> if I mowed the lawn, they'd, like, buy me a CD or buy me a movie, right? Like, a new movie came out I wanted. So that's how I, I have big movie collection, mowing lawns, doing stuff like that. Right? Like a DVD. $20 DVD. Right? Or used DVDs. Like, oh, I'll get you, like, three used movies from Blockbuster. You know, oh, for shit. I forgot so about those. So, be like, hey, if you move along, I'll get you, like, three, you know, you can pick out, like, two movies. Like, because that was a cool thing about Blockbuster is that after they cycle through the DVDs and, you know, with the new release wall, they become available. Video games will be two, but video games is very sketch because they didn't have as many copies and they'd still be expensive. So it's kind of difficult to kind of be like, hey, I'm going to pay this with video game. And when video games were on CD, like PlayStation and then like DVD, like they could still be scratched. And then you're like, end up with the scratch games. You're like, yeah, do I really want it? Tangent on allowances. While we're talking about video games, Jen. So that is what I would get for an allowance. Make sense? Mm-hmm. So, so for me, I would do all my chores and then. Or what usually would happen is my mom, which is what even started this whole thing of me talking about video games. My mom on Friday on the way home from work would go to the video store. When we got older, she'd go Tuesday because that's when she got hip to when they're going to put the new shit out. But she'd go on Friday, right? And she would rent whatever movies my parents were going to watch for the weekend or whatever they wanted. And then would get me a video game. But I couldn't use the video game until I did the chores on Saturday. Oh, so, so dangling a video game carrot in front of you. I'd also annoy the shit out of her until she let me use it on Friday. But that's beside the point. <laughs> that's later. When I'm like 10 or 11, I still have the kind of follow rules. I can go to bed fairly early. You know, you'd right, have, right. Plus, you'd have TGIF would be on. So, like, my brother would want to watch that. And, again, we didn't have... It's not like everybody had a TV and a screen. So, when we're talking 90s and we're talking video games, um, we're talking, like I said, three different categories, three different buckets. There's the things you did at home. There's the PC shit, which is his own animal. And then there's you going to the arcade. So at the arcade right now, they are really, really moving towards a completely different... I guess the easiest way to say is like... Like pricing and genre. Like they're moving they're moving forward. So in the 70s and 80s in arcades, it was pinballs and it was... Donkey Kong, Pong, different kind of games that you were playing to get a high score. Not really a lot of head-to-head things. At this point, for the third year in a row, the highest-selling game is Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2 is a fighting game 
which is, I think they're up to, I don't even fucking know what number they're up to now. They do alpha, beta, whatever. I used to play Street Fighter up until it got to a level. I enjoy my favorite game, which I actually have the arcade cabinet, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, is based off of this game, Street Fighter, like the evolution of that. Because um, they just, they make, I couldn't even tell you how many games. We could spend hours just talking about Street Fighter. But this is the original Street Fighter. Do you remember Street Fighter 2? I remember it existing. Did you ever play it? No. So, a couple different characters that they had. They had Zangief, the big wrestler from Russia. They had Blanca, the green guy from, I think, like, Argentina. And he's, like, a monster dude. And his power, if you banged on the on the button, on the on the uh, punch button, he would sit there and become, like, electric and, like, so it'd shock you if you touched him. Great on. E. Honda, sumo wrestler, Ken and Ryu, basically two similar characters. One of them Japanese, I would imagine, with the name Ryu and the other being Ken, Masters, American. They would kind of do the same thing. One was red, one was white. Uh, just the color of their gi. You had Chun-Li, who did the million kicks. Dalsim, the Indian guy whose arms went really far. Like Stretch Armstrong? Yes. So each one of them played completely different. And people would master them and use them. And that's where they came up with the like joysticks moving. I'm moving my hand right now like the joystick, by the way. Um, but they'd come up with <laughs> oh, all like, those like movements. Like the ball? Like the ball not the ball, like the actual like the the joystick where you like do okay. and you hit two buttons, like all that. And those moves and that those games became the basis for like a lot of fighting games, like moving forward. It might not have been the first fighting game. I'm not trying. We're not historians. It's just this was the game, and this was the game that was out at the time in the arcades, and you'd have to go, and you'd have to pay money. You know, let's say fifty cents a play. Well, probably a quarter at this point. Yeah. By the time I mean, later on, it'll be fifty cents, but. I, w- I remember my youth and my experience with all of this is Marvel vs. Capcom 2. And I remember being at a w- another wonderful R.A.P. place, Sports Plus. I think <laughs> it's like a fucking Trader Joe's or a Whole Foods now or something. But it used to be... I mean, everybody must have had them. You know, your local bowling alley. It was a bowling alley, sports venue um, type thing. Like big event space, right? So people can go drink beers, hang out. They can do their bowling leagues. They had all these arcade games. And I remember this in the late 90s, literally standing in line with my quarter up of of 10 other people waiting to play this game against other people. Mm -hmm. And that's what this was, was playing this game against other people. The only way you could get better is if you could find the machine alone to play against the computer. Otherwise, you're playing against people. Winner stays, loser goes. And there'd be lines of people. And this is what started kind of the fighting game revolution and all these other games that really made it a big genre in video gaming, and it kind of revitalized the arcades, at least in the 90s. You had Mortal Kombat, which was another big game, which I know you've played that. Yeah, that one I played. Similar type thing. So here, you know, you have Street Fighter playing two people, Mortal Kombat playing two people, gimmick with Mortal Kombat, obviously, is the fatalities, but same kind of idea. I feel like Street Fighter's more skill-based, maybe. No shade on Mortal Kombat, because it's... I mean, I will sweep my leg uh, yeah. over and over That's and over again, thing. and that is my skill. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. You, you will do that. Everybody will do that. Also, then the uppercuts, where you just infinitely uppercut. But Mortal Kombat is another game. I remember the clones of those games. There's this game called Primal Rage. You ever hear of that game? Um, Shout out Primal Rage. I don't know. Primal Rage was a game, similar look of like Mortal Kombat, where it looked more like video capture kind of than like a drawing thing. We'll have to, you have to bring it up on YouTube. But it was Primal Rage because Primal, it was all monsters so it was like a t-rex and a velociraptor and king kong and like all these other things would like fight each other but then there'd be like villagers around them you could like grab people and eat them to get like health and like you'd be doing all these different moves there's like two different like monkey guys and like all these different things and then they had finishing moves like i remember the monkey like turns away and like pees on you and stuff and it's like acid pee it's like ridiculous stuff but they were all like palette swaps of like kind of Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter things, right? So like the you know they have like a you know spitting um, dinosaur, so like spits like acid, and the acid is like slow moving or you know moving like a fireball. Same thing as like Street Fighter, all kind of same things. Um, so that side to side fighting game genre is what's been the big thing in the arcade now with Street Fighter Two, and it's really gonna boom as we continue through the nineties. So many more games, so many more clones. So many more sequels. <laughs> uh, but 
my first introduction to Street Fighter 2 is probably at some point this year, actually, in 93. Because I play it, I think, at a friend's birthday party or something. Because they have it on Super Nintendo. So I remember playing it. And it's got to be around here. Um, so that's the arcade scene. The arcade scene is pumping your quarters into play these fighting games. Did well, you ever... the number one um, selling game. It made like $1.6 billion. $1.6 billion, Jen. That's how much money this fucking game. It was funny, too, because everyone I, I knew... I mean, I'm sure a lot of people played Street Fighter 2, and I just didn't... But Hadouken! I remember, like, Mortal Kombat just being the thing. Like, because well, of the fatalities, well, I think. part of what made Mortal Kombat be the thing... And we're going to get to this here in the in the third section. But part of it, what made it be the thing is it was, it was actually released on consoles. So it was this thing. Um, okay. Oh, so Street Fighter wasn't. Street Fighter. I'm talking arcade. So Mortal Kombat was still in the arcade, right? You could still see it at the bowling alley. Like I could see in my mind, you'd go to the bowling alley. I remember going with my grandparents because there's another game that came out called Virtua Fighter, which is the first like 3D fighter. And that game came out in the arcade. And again, you're using the arcade stick and doing it. I remember it was at the local, you know, Porchette Bowl or Center Reach Bowl or something, something, you know, local bowling alley. Because if you, in the 90s, went to the bowling alley, you could get one of two experiences. You can get the bowling alley experience where there's a bunch of games, or you can get the bowling alley experience where there's two. And if you're a kid and you're there with your parents, grandparents, whomever, or even like a bowling party and you don't want to bowl, you're kind of SOL if it's like two games. So this bowling alley, I spent like a whole summer going with my grandparents and because they bowled in a league like on Tuesdays. And so we got like watched by them. So we would go and I would just oh, be given like five bucks. You know, and they start like 12, one, whatever it was, you know, they would bowl and I'd be given like literally five bucks. And my options were Virtua Fighter or Mortal Kombat. Like that was my option. And you played Mortal Kombat? No, because I had it on I had it on console. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So I was like, I don't want to play because the console is free. Why am I gonna Why am I gonna spend 50, 50 cents? That's the other thing about arcade games. These games are so fucking hard when you play the computer as a child because you don't have that much, like, experience with them. There's and no YouTube walkthroughs. There's no YouTube walkthroughs, <laughs> but there's also you don't even have the controllers because you don't have that joystick. You yeah, don't the joystick. have that. You don't have the six buttons. You don't have that. So it's a pain in the fucking ass, but. Virtua Fighter is another game that came out. 3D Fighter changes how the genre is. Yeah. Did you ever it's like more on like a plane than it is like just side to side? Go ahead. It's more like an interview here. I'm sitting here we're interviewing. Oh, I understand what you're saying with the plane. Um, did you were you ever like the guy that kept winning at an arcade and people? I had did. To keep because you're pretty good at video games. So I did I see that. When I was younger, I fucked around with Mortal Kombat. Like, I could beat people up with Mortal Kombat. I played with Liu Kang. Shout out. Also played with um, Scorpion. And unfortunately with Mortal Kombat, especially the first one, it could be pretty cheese. So you can really do, like, some cheesy shit. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And I was a kid. Did you know so. how to do all, like, the fatalities and stuff? Yeah. I always had. I always used to get so frustrated because I'd always mash the buttons wrong and I, I could never get them and all my friends would just do them. I just, like, I, just, Damn it. I distinctly remember hanging with my uncle and my cousin because my uncle's like maybe 10 years older than me, 15 years older than me, something like that. And my cousin was a couple years older than him. And my cousin had Mortal Kombat on uh, Sega. And I'm pretty positive that you had to put in like a code for the fatalities. And back in the day, going back to my allowance, one of the things I would spend my allowance on that $5 instead of getting that $5, I would, when we're at the, the food store, right, they have a magazine section. They still have them now, along with the little romance novel section, but they're not as big as they were back then. Magazines were huge in the 90s. Huge probably up until, you know, mid-2010, something like that, you know, mid-20... That's yeah, when my, mid, the magazine I worked for died was uh, 2008, you know? Yeah, you know, somewhere around there <laughs> when everything really became digital and it was just cheaper. So I used to get Electronic Gaming Monthly. And so I would read all the games and read all the stuff and I would get strategy guides for the games. So I remember we had the strategy guide for Mortal Kombat and we got my cousin had a copy of Mortal Kombat. So we played Mortal Kombat and we knew how to do the fatalities. So we would just plug the two controllers in, figure out how to do them. And that's what we did. So they would just generally have me do it because I was just better doing the things because I was a kid. Um, but we would do them anyway. So I did. I knew all the fatalities and then I knew how to do them in the arcade. So I do them in the arcade. Fun. Yeah, it was, it was cool. 
So our arcade scene is fighting games, right? Gotcha. Got it. Little tangent. Fighting games. Arcade Tangelo. scene. Now I'm only gonna I'm gonna dip my toe in this water on the PC scene. Boop. PC scene had some of the coolest fucking games that came out. X Wing came out, which puts you in the cockpit of an X Wing. That came out in ninety three? Yeah, cool. what more can you ask for? That spawned many, many sequels. Oh. And then also that HUD, that view, that whole thing um, is put into different games even now. I think like Star. there's a game called Star Wars Squadrons, which was released a few years ago, very similar to X-Wing. X-Wing had you have to toggle whether or not you wanted to have more shields or more lasers or more engines to fit what you were trying to do. And it really felt like you were in an X-Wing trying to take out the empire it was fucking cool for what it was ms dos game shout out x-wing one of the greatest games ever master of orion strategy game similar to civilization i was explaining this game to you showed it to you on youtube when you showed it to me on the list i had about a meltdown i've also now purchased it on steam <laughs> the new remake to did play. you really yes because uh, <laughs> i love that game so much you you pick a race you start and you just explore the galaxy and then interact with other races, depending on how many you put them in, galaxy size, etc. Total nerd game. I would spend weekends playing this game. And my uncles who had a computer, my grandma's who had a computer. My uncle still lived there. He had a computer. We did not. So I had no access to it. Eventually, we get a computer, and these games have evolved past where they are in 1993. Finally, the other game I want to talk about was Myst. My cousin was big into Myst. I understand from finding a copy of Mist at your house, you were big into Mist. I was not. That I, could, is, well, I did not like adventure games. So tell say, me about Mist. Okay. I had Mist and I played Mist. <laughs> Saying I was big into Mist. I had Mist and I played no, Mist. No, I was not big into Mist. I wanted to be big into Mist and I kept playing it and then forgetting about it for like a year and then be like, oh, I'm going to get back into Mist. And the problem with Mist for me was um, I got bored and I would get to a part where I couldn't figure out what whatever it was trying to get me to find or puzzle it was trying to get me to figure out. I just wasn't getting it. And I'd be like, okay, now I'm done with this Mist. Um, <laughs> so I never, mist. <laughs> I never got very far in it. Um, I wasn't very good at those kind of games. I, I would just get distracted and whatever. Uh, but... I've always been intrigued by it. I thought the idea of it was really wild that you just like fall and you wound up on this island all by yourself. Um, it's creepy. I it. I mean, Mist is absolutely wild game, right? Like. Yeah, I I personally wasn't into Mist. I appreciate the fact that you were. Yeah, and I do like adventure games. Like I like games that put me in another place, another time. Maybe I I don't know. But I also don't like scary games, so it got a little creepy sometimes. So I didn't like playing it at night because it wasn't, it was creepy because you're like by yourself, you know? Yeah, exploring the mess. And then there's like these brother, I, I don't know. I don't really, I don't think I ever really figured out what the fuck was going on with this. <laughs> it's fair. If I'm being honest. I mean, it's really fair. I'm not going <laughs> to sit here and tell you it's not. Um, I think it's pretty fair. The, in terms of the PC stuff. I think we'll probably dabble and touch on some of this, maybe even during the potpourri section. Maybe we'll do a little more on some of these games specifically. Like I said, me personally, and throughout the 90s, we'll talk further as we go along our podcast journey together about some of these other games, you know, when they come back around, especially with sequels. Like, I think X-Wing was awesome, and then I think they made TIE Fighter. And I remember, like, MS-DOS prompts. You might not know that. You, you might, you might not, because I know you're huge into Apple. Huge I, into Mac stuff. So I don't even know if you had a PC. No, I got into Apple when I went to college. Okay. Because I was went to art college. I went to art school. Um, I was always a PC person, and it's funny. I took graphic design in high school. Mm-hmm. Or it wasn't like graphic design. It was a uh, computer art, which is different. But I was taking computer art, and there were two PCs in a room filled with Macs. And mm -hmm. I was like, you got to get me on the PC. I cannot use Mac. So I am now very much an Apple person and I don't know what to do with the PC. But back in the 90s, that was not the case. Because I'll just always remember the MS-DOS prompt. It would just be TIE slash for like TIE Fighter, T-I-E. And then you, you do it. Oh, to that's get fun. The game yeah. Um, so I remember TIE Fighter. I remember X-Wing. Eventually we'll get to X-Wing versus TIE Fighter. And then that's when it really starts to kick off. And that's that's probably what people would consider 
maybe the best game. This is just laying the foundation for some of the great, great, great games. What about uh, Doom? That came Doom, out. I was not allowed to play. Oh, really? No. I was barely allowed to play Mortal Kombat. I was going to say, I feel barely, like... But I played with my uncle and my cousin, so that's why I was able to get away with it, and then it was like an arcade worse. game. Because Doom. Doom is monsters. It's one thing to blow up monsters. Thing is, my uncles also had Castle Wolfenstein or Wolfenstein. That's so I what I had. That, which was like kind of the same thing as Doom, except you're just killing Nazis and like mecha Nazis and mecha Hitler. I actually think it's kind of worse than Doom. Probably. Doom um, was scarier though. I didn't like Doom. I had uh, friends that played Doom and it freaked me out. And now I, I actually watched it today. I watched like a Twitch like uh, Doom. <laughs> of the original Doom? Yeah. yeah, and like like a quick playthrough was for like five minutes, and I was like, oh my god, this is so cheesy. And then I watched a little bit of Castle Wolfenstein, because that's what I used to play. I think it was that one. Um, not in 93, probably in like 96 or 7, but that's what, they, they just look so cheesy. And I remember with Wolfenstein, I'm just going to tell you this one quick story, and then um, we'll talk about Doom again. I was so proud of myself, because it like came on the computer that we bought, and I beat it. And then I realized, like, a couple years later, that what it was was a free trial, and it gave you the first level. Yep, I did that, too. And I, I beat the first mm-hmm. level, but it was one level out of however many were in the game. Ten? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't actually beat it. I just beat the first level, and I thought I was, I thought it was so cool. That was wild when they gave you the free trial. I remember that. I remember when we got our Gateway computer, which I think was my grandma's, and then we got her at some point, and it just had, like, all the... Like the the games on the CDs that were in there, I remember one of them was like Sim City, and then one of them was like Wolfenstein. But they were like trials. That's all they were. It's like yep. you can get the real game. But I was like, oh okay, like I'll play a little bit of this, I'll play a little bit of that. But Doom itself, it's funny because I, at this age, I'm not really playing first person shooters. It's more for me. It's side scrolling or it's you know like a sports game, which you're gonna get into in a minute here. But I just recall. I recall my experiences with Doom is I had already played Wolfenstein by the time I played Doom. So I was kind of like, they're the same. And I just couldn't get... Like, the same. it's the same thing. And I just... I wasn't into first-person shooters. At one point in time, I played this game called Unreal Tournament, which is, like, similar to these kind of things. Again, a first-person shooter. People out there will know what that is. Eventually, I play Halo. And then eventually... Um, I play Apex Legends now and all these other games now that are all the evolution of all these other games. So, what about you with Doom? Anything else? I mean, like, Doom is gonna... Doom, they're still making Dooms now. No, I never played it. I watched people play it. I, n- I didn't have it. I wasn't... It wasn't for me. I wasn't into the monsters. I was yeah. like, it's gross. But... Um, it, it was a PC thing. I just wasn't... It was a thing, and I remember it being a big deal. So, let's talk about the consoles. Let's do it! So, I want to run through a couple different things here, and then um, and then maybe we'll skedout. Squiddlebop. Squiddlebop. So, Sweet. in terms of the consoles, three different consoles. I'm going to leave out, for the most part, Super Nintendo, but I'm going to talk about one thing with Super Nintendo, only because I just didn't have it. So, with Super Nintendo, you had, um, in January, top-selling game, Street Fighter 2, which we just talked about Street Fighter 2. The cool part about, and really what makes a fighting game so cool, is that they kind of translate perfectly at home. You don't have the experience of having the thumbstick like the the thumb pad to mm-hmm. use or the multiple buttons that are laid out you could buy it very expensive you could buy was it, it. was oh, it very yeah. expensive very expensive yeah because it was a specialty thing it wasn't like a can- everybody had a controller I feel like so- i had a friend or maybe my co- i knew somebody that had it i didn't know really i had it multiple different times i had one, a tekken branded one um i had an like a third party one i think i even had a marvel vs. capcom 2 one for dreamcast because it's better because as fighting games get more advanced and they don't use, you know, at first I think maybe they, maybe even some of the first games might only use like three or four buttons because you have to, like, some of them had a block button, some of them had a turbo button, some of them had like multiple different punches, different punches did different things to do combos, right? So as they get more advanced, your controller that maybe has three buttons isn't going to be able to keep up with what it was because I remember Sega at one point there was like a six button controller. Do you remember that? I had one. I think I had like one or two normal controllers. I'm pretty sure there was like a six button. I didn't have that many games. And like those controllers, like at least for Sega, like hat. Then that meant that it had like two. Like if you pressed it, if you pressed whatever button was, it was two buttons together. So it would be like A and B together would be like this one button. Oh. So it helped for certain games, but then other games it didn't. Fighting games it helped, right? Right, right. 
And then as we evolve, and we're talking about PlayStation 1 controllers, PlayStation 2 controllers, they have multiple different th like things for your top fingers. You know what I mean? Like R1, L1, L2, R1. Oh, your so, top fingers. Yeah, like your index fingers and stuff. So L1, Oh, I see R1. what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the top you start of, with three yeah. buttons. I know what you're talking about. And then all of a sudden you're evolving to four buttons plus L1. So now you can really do gotcha. all the different moves. So like, uh, for example, a game like Marvel vs. Capcom 2. Or Marvel vs. You know, those games, they had like a light punch, a heavy punch, a strong, uh, light kick, heavy kick, like two buttons together to do a throw so instead of you having to do the two buttons you would just press r1 so it would change the schematic whereas when you're in the arcade you don't have that it's just the buttons you can press gotcha so as the games get more advanced they don't translate as well at home because they have so many different you know high kick low kick all those different things like it's harder to do um but at least these first ones were fun because you didn't have to spend fucking money you get Mortal Kombat, you play Mortal Kombat, you don't have to wait, you, you know, you don't have to spend 50 cents to get destroyed by Sub-Zero. Also, you can just play it at your house with your friends. You don't right. have, it doesn't have to be like a special occasion where you're going to play it. I think the point of a fighting game is to play it with a friend. That's what I think. If you yeah. don't, if you're not playing them with friends, you're not smack talking and that's 90% of all of these things, right? You can play some of these dynasty modes of these sports games and stuff by yourself, but really it's about playing with people. That's the experience, I think. And especially with the console era, you know, Really, probably into the Sony and N64, PlayStation, N64. That's probably, like, the golden era. And, you know, like, Sega Saturn. Because you're really, like... The, the games are pretty good. And you have a good time playing with your friends. Whereas, like, these things are, are just kind of getting there. But Super Nintendo in January. Top selling game, Street Fighter 2. February, Bulls vs. Blazers. That's a basketball game. March, Street Fighter 2 again. April, May, and June, you had Star Fox. Star Fox, rail shooter, really cool game. Really cool game. I know you haven't necessarily played it. Mm -mm. Star Fox 64 is dope. I think we have it. If not, we'll oh, really? try to find a, play, find a place. Star Fox is great. It's like a space shooter. Super Mario Kart is in July. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. actually, no. Didn't Super Mario Kart come out? In 92? It might have, but it's the top selling game in July for whatever reason. Yeah, it came out in 92. I'm just going through top selling oh, games okay, just to okay. kind of like... Yo. I never played Mario Kart until... I don't think I played it until N64. Um, but we played it like three months ago on New Year's weekend. We sat around mm -hmm. all weekend and just played Mario Kart. Yep. That's what I'm friend. saying. It was awesome. That's what I'm saying. Mario Kart's dope. Yeah, yeah, well, we played the new Mario Kart on Switch, but it's the same. It's all. It's always the same yes. kind of. You playing with your friends, shooting turtles, it's loving so cool. life. Um, then in August we have Street Fighter Two Turbo. It was a top selling game. So Turbo just was like faster, and I think added a few more characters because that's what they kept doing. It's adding more and more characters and calling it Turbo Super Special Classic. Blah blah blah. Edition. That's what they do now too. If you look at it, it's like Street Fighter Five Super Alpha Pre. What and you're like, what the fuck? And then each letter means like each word means a different feature or thing they add to the game huh and then mortal Kombat. we're back in september and october which makes sense you're getting ready for the holiday season november the top selling game on super nintendo tecmo super bowl and finally in december top selling game madden nfl 94 makes sense christmas holiday madden nfl so i ran through those because i didn't have a super nintendo so I didn't really play those games. What I did play was the top-selling game on NES. Played with my cousins in January and February. Tecmo Super Bowl. You ever play that game? No, no, no. I still play it in our garage. <laughs> I have the little um, emulator. The oh, little yeah, we Nintendo have the thing. little... Tecmo Super Bowl. Fun game. Bo Jackson. Let's go. Oh, Bo Jackson. Oh, well, Bo Jackson's in it. The Giants are in it. Like the... That just reminds me of that, Bo Jackson. Like, what was he in commercials for? Bo knows everything. Bo knows everything. That's right. But what was it for? I think, like, Gatorade. Or who the fuck knows? March, April, and May was Tecmo NBA Basketball. I actually never played that. This is for the Nintendo. June and July was Kirby's Adventure. A little Kirby. August and September, which will mirror... Um, Sega Genesis, is Jurassic Park the game that came out for NES. Did you ever play that game? No, no. Side-scrolling game. You were Dr. Alan Grant, I believe, 95%. Dr. Alan Grant. And you had like a... You had a gun, and the gun you had shot like tranquilizer darts. 
and you were trying to, like, get through the different levels, you know, like, so, like, Mario, and you're shooting them, like, dinosaurs with darts. Was it fun? It's hard as fuck. Really? Yeah. I don't think I beat it. I made it to the T-Rex. I know that, and he's, like, at the end, but I don't think I beat it. I might have beat it once. I don't know. Fucking hard. Um, and those games are tough. Those games are unrelenting, because when you are playing those games, and you get so far, and then you turn that fucking thing off because your mom's yelling at you that you have to go to bed, when you turn that button on the Sega off, a lot of these games, it's just gone. You gotta do it all over again. Well, you have to pause it and turn the TV off and hope no one screws with it and that it doesn't freeze. Exactly. Which, <laughs> what happened? October, um, November, <laughs> December on the NES was Tetris 2. Tetris Ooh. 2. I know I love Tetris. I don't know if I like Tetris 1 or Tetris 2. Yeah. So this is why I'm saying I'm pretty sure that I had the Genesis by then. Because the top selling game in January on the Sega Genesis was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Yes, that's what I had. Yeah. That was my Sonic. Okay. You get Tails. Yeah. He's in Sonic 2. You yeah, introduce yeah, Tails. Yeah. So you can be, and I think it was two player. So... That's how I, I'm pretty pretty sure that that's what it was. Was um, And I feel like it like wasn't it like it. split screen? Like wasn't it like yeah. one of the first games like that? Instead of like I'm going as Mario and then uh-huh. you're going as Luigi. Like we go at the same time. We go at the same time. On the same course and yep. we're doing the same thing. Yeah, I yep. loved it. I loved that game. That was Sonic really Hedgehog 2 was mm-hmm. fun. Then you had John Madden Football 93. So this is in February. I did not have this one. I think I had 94. You. These are just top selling games. In March, you had PGA Tour Golf 2. I did not have that for Sega Genesis. April, May, June, and July, you had X-Men, the game. I, you know I fucking had that game. I, I wouldn't doubt. I would, you know wouldn't I had expect that game. anything less. So what was your uh, what was your favorite game? Of what? Of all these games. Of 93 games. I'm not done. Oh. So these are just the top selling games. I had X-Men. This game was really fucking hard. Really hard. That X-Men game. You played as different X-Men. They had different powers. Side-scrolling game. And their life traveled over. I think I have it in the other room, too. Jurassic Park for the Genesis. Mortal Kombat um, came, was the highest-selling game in September for the Genesis. Disney's Aladdin was the highest-selling game in, in October. That game was fucking awesome. That game, that game was, was so, so much fun. fun. That's what so I'm saying. Fun. That game was so much fucking fun. I love that game. Yeah, I think I only had three Sega games, and it was the Aladdin game, Sonic, and like a wrestling game mm-hmm. of some sort. But, and then in November yeah. and December, what starts an annual tradition like none other? Madden NFL 94, and this time they actually had the NFL license. So they didn't have the full NFL license in 93. Oh. But NFL 94, they do. So they have all the teams and they have all the players and they have all the things. Also, mm-hmm. NHL 93 mm-hmm. and 94. So NHL 94 came out this year. NHL 94 is probably my favorite game of all the games. Gotcha. I had to play it the most. Better than Blades of Steel? Way better than Blades <laughs> of Steel. Blades of Steel is the best. I had to play it the most because my parents always fucking rented it for me because it was always there. Oh. <laughs> so like... I know we were talking before, and we're going to jump into it here in a second, but like when we were kids, you went to Blockbuster, and you got what was in there when you went there. So I would always like annoy my parents. I'd haunt them to take me as soon as possible when they got home from work so I can go to try to get the new games that came out or get a new game that was there before, you know, the longer the weekend went. You know, once the game's rented on a Friday, it ain't coming back till Sunday night or Monday, Right. So you got to get what you can get. So you'd be stuck getting whatever games were there. At this point, I have two consoles, so I have options. Gotcha. You know, I could always get one of these Nintendo games, but I always would end up getting stuck with, like, Madden or NHL. And they were good games, and I really, really liked them, and they were always there. Oh, that's fun. At least I got you games that you liked. Yeah. Because I, I mean, can see that going opposite. Yeah, it would be tough sometimes. So every now and then I'd have a little bit of a meltdown when they didn't have the game that I wanted. You know, where I'd be like, oh, I read this game and EGM was really, really good and I didn't get it. EGM was an Electron game monthly and I really didn't get it. But, Jen. Yeah. That's a lot of me talking about video games. I know. It's your favorite thing. I know. Do you know what I want to tell you that's important for you, though? What? So, if I sent you into the Blockbuster. Okay. What game are you going to bring out? That we're going to play together. And what game are you going to bring out that you think that I want to play from 93? I'm going to bring out Sonic 2 for us to play together. Okay. You don't know me as well as I think you do, but okay. I'm, uh, it's fair. I'm going to lose my fucking mind playing Sonic 2. Well, I do know that about you. 
because I have played Mario with you and you're really good at video games. You're not. And I'm talking about like the new Marios on like the Switch, like the mm-hmm. new. It's not your thing. No. You don't like those kind of. No, I don't like you very precise so... platform games. No, no. no but no, that's no, no, probably no. still what I would get because it's what I would want to play. Mm-hmm. And then we can both play it together. Um, just for you. Mm-hmm. For for what? For the Sega? Yeah. Either or. And I know you have a list of other games that came out. Splatterhouse 3 came out. Fucking dope game. I love that game. I don't know what that is. It's That's like a side-scrolling beat-up game where you're like walk around as a guy and he's like... He's got a, a hockey mask, so he looks like Jason. So you, it's kind of like you're Jason Voorhees and you're beating demons. That's what I would get for you. Cool. For I sure. liked it. Because I rented it. I know you like horror stuff. I did. I mean, I'm 10, but I'm here for it. There is one other thing I wanted to go through with you. Um, have you ever heard of NVIDIA? No. They started in 1993, and they make graphics cards and stuff for PCs. Really, really important shit. NVIDIA. Have you ever heard of a, a little company called Shiny? Shiny? Shiny. Shining? Shiny. 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 No. <laughs> they are a company that created Earthworm Jim. Oh, I've never played that, but it looks cute. 1993, Earthworm Jim. Jen. Yeah? Have you ever heard of a little company called Take-Two Interactive? No. Take-Two Interactive... What do you do? Runs 2K games, including but not limited to the WWE series, NBA series, all sorts of fucking video games. And they started in 1993. Oh, fun. Yep. You have the NBA 2K. You have Rockstar games. Oh, Rockstar games are fun. Like Grand Theft Auto, Mm -hmm. Red Dead. Bully. Borderlands. All of it started in 1993. So it was a really big year for video gaming. Because some of the best, I would say Take-Two has probably made some of the best games over time. Really? Yeah. Grand Theft Auto, man. Grand oh, Theft Auto was ta- they made genre-defined. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rockstar Games is under them, man. Oh, my God. Grand Theft Auto. <sighs> That'll be a whole different thing if we can get oh, to 2001. Geez. Jeez, man. Yeah. All we did in college was sit and turn on Grand Theft Auto years. on the PlayStation 2 and just, ba- just drive around and do nothing for hours. Maybe do a mission. Maybe steal 20 cars. Maybe do nothing. Maybe just run over people. Oh, my God. It was <laughs> so just bad. such a cultural thing. It, that game, even now, like that game just gets away with doing all this wild violence for no reason. So, well, I mean, I feel like, isn't it all for no reason in a video game? It is a game. It is. But I mean, like when you can't even make the game bully. But you're not really in a fantasy land. Rockstar made the game bully and they can't even like remake bully because the idea of bullying kids and like all these, like, that's what I'm saying is really like you're in a fantasy, but it's like a different level. Like Grand Theft Auto was a different level. You just walk up to someone. Kill them. But you're not really in the fan. It's, I mean, you no. are because it's a game, but you're, yeah, it's kind of like you're playing The Sims, but you're not. You're just playing murder. And, you we, know what I mean? Like, it, it's like you're just being like a person driving around crashing into people. It's saying that you're playing like murder. Oh, God, the different, ra- different radio stations, you could change the... Anyway, that that's not this year. Yeah. I mean, anything else you want to add to our little video game week, you know, extra week discussion? I mean, I'm here for for any other questions, comments, concerns. I mean, I know I talked a lot. We were talking. I think next time I'm going to cede the floor to you a little bit more because we are going to get into our Say by the Bell discussion for our next fifth week. But I know as soon as we kind of settle on video games, I'm like, I play this game. I love this game. I love this game. And we were trying to figure out a way to approach it. And yeah. it was just like, man. I think I just started reading the list of games and you were like, oh, my God. And we, to be fair to Say by the Bell... We didn't have enough time this week to really prep for the Save by the Bell episode. We need to give that more time. True. So, that'll be coming in June. That's our plan. I have lots of, lots of ideas. Yeah. Well, we But we're are... not there right now. We're in video games. We're in video games. I'm going to go play some of these video games. Including, but not limited to, the Masters of Orion remake. I'm so excited that you're really going to play that. Yeah, I'm going to show it to you. And you're going to be like, this is so fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those games that you like to play, I find boring. Some of the, um, what are they called? Uh, well, a couple different games. So, real-time strategy games. Yep. Um, 
like they are billions different things like that and then there's just turn-based games and those are turn-based you find those really boring where that's just looking at a whole bunch of numbers on a screen and you're like okay i have to move this guy on the screen to do this thing this massive ryan turn-based you're not gonna like it that's okay it's not for me it's for you that's it so we are the 90s mixtape podcast mm-hmm. we appreciate everybody that's out there listening downloading and enjoying it please get uh hit us up you can leave an awesome review if you liked it. You can email us at beckyleftthechat at gmail.com. Let us know any questions, concerns, thoughts for maybe uh, another upcoming fifth week discussion. Or just interact with us about some things you guys remember. Like, did, were you waiting on an arcade line to play uh, Marvel vs. Capcom? Were you waiting to play Street Fighter 2? I don't yeah. know. Hit us up. If we get enough questions, maybe we'll do a special... Mailbag. Yeah. We uh, are available on the Twitter box, which I don't really use a lot because the Twitter box is dicey. Haven't used it in a minute, but at <laughs> the hellscape that is Twitter. <laughs> BLC underscore pod. Yeah, especially since like now, if you want to be in the for you section, like starting April first, so there's like two sections. Remember, I lost my mind where I was like, I follow people, and then there's like the for you section, which you said is like Instagram, which I don't use Instagram. But it's, it's like, like TikTok, that. but that's fine. right. But now <laughs> it's going to be the only people that appear there are people that pay eight bucks a month. So otherwise, you're just not going to see anybody. The for you, not your people that you follow. Right. So, so right. So if you're if you go to the for you section before, it's showing you different things where it's like you might like this. Like now, nothing. So like if we wanted to do it, and we're like yo, and like tagging people and doing stuff, we would never appear in somebody's for you section unless we paid eight bucks a month. Fuck that noise. Um, well, like, um, yeah, that's insane. But if you like hashtag something, would you come up in the hashtag search? Probably. That's probably. But you. But you're gonna get dumped, dumpstered down because they're gonna dumpster you down. Because Dump- it's, it's, all, it's down, all about the people says. that pay the blue check mark to uh, Mr. Elon. Well, then just find us on uh, Instagram instead. We are BLC mixtapes. Huh. <laughs> there. Um, I don't. Not really much else to say. Yeah. We covered it all. We did it. Video games. Video games. Five weeks. 1993. We'll be back next week to discuss the music of April 1993. Oh, I think we have a Tool music video to talk about. Probably put it on while I'm playing Master of Orion. That'll really be, like, out of control. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.